You are listening to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wetland. This is episode 54, Conflict Sucks, Until You Consider the Alternative. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Little did I know how challenging it would be. Fast forward several decades later, I've made a career of leading while teaching and coaching thousands of leaders to be at their best, most effective selves. Along this journey, I've captured so many insights, lessons, and techniques on how leaders become amazing, and also as leaders, when we get it wrong. I'll share them all right here because I founded Intentional Leaders to provide easy access to these kinds of lessons and equally important to help you build the presence, confidence, and credibility you need to be the leader that everybody wants to work for. Because I know leadership has its challenges, but learning to lead shouldn't be one of them. Welcome to a brand new episode about conflict. You know what? I love teaching people about conflict because most people correlate it with a lot of stress and anxiety. They dread it. And it's no surprise because if you look at the definition of conflict, here are some of the words you'll see. Serious disagreement, argument, a protracted one, a dispute, a quarrel, incompatible, variance, clash, irreconcilable. Ew. So who in their right mind would jump out of bed and go into work wanting to tackle conflict? Anyone? And if we do, we better steal ourselves for the battle ahead. Tums? Check. Shield of armor? Check. Because if we do address conflict and actually talk to the person about it, We fear all of the ramifications because this is what might happen. It could hurt their feelings or it might make the situation worse. And of course, we know it's going to take us some time and energy. And uh, who knows if it's going to change anything anyway. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And maybe it really doesn't matter or it could damage the relationship. Oh boy, there's not really any urgency to it, or they might get mad, or let's just wait until the perfect moment. Or maybe we don't have the authority, plus, you know, we're tired. It's just not worth it. And I think these are the thoughts and considerations that are deceptively powerful because they frame possible outcomes of the discussion in the negative. Meaning, here are all the reasons why I should not address the conflict. Here are the myriad of reasons why I can't, won't, don't want to address the situation. And of course, my friends, that is just our brain protecting us, going negative. I've shared that with you before. Out of all the thousands of thoughts we have every day, about 80% of them are negative. Not surprising, our brain is going to tell us the same thing under conflict. The challenge with this is these are the very thoughts that keep us stuck. We get stuck in the problem. And after all, that conflict doesn't necessarily go away. Do you really think these thoughts that are stuck in your head don't affect your actions and relationships with the other person? 
Heck yeah, they do. And over time, they can result in even more damage to the relationship. And in a work situation, it may affect others in the environment. All right, let's take a look at Betsy and Bob. Betsy and Bob are coworkers. Bob said something pretty darn snarky to Betsy in a meeting. She was surprised and insulted. After fuming for a while, she actually went and talked to Bob. Let's paraphrase it. And she was like, uh, like, hey, Bob, what up? Uh, why did you diss me in that meeting? And Bob was like, also paraphrased, oh, don't pay any attention to what I was saying. I was just joking around. Huh. Betsy walks away, but you know what? She didn't buy it. And the problem didn't go away. And both Bob and Betsy knew it. They can talk to others about it. Like Betsy'd be like, hey, can you believe he said that? And he'd be like, can you believe she did that? Oh, the drama and the unresolved feelings and the lack of trust. Oh, and by the way, over time, the lack of caring or attention paid to each other, the lack of teamwork and the lack of collaboration. And what's really interesting about conflict is all it takes is one little thing, but little things become very big things. And most conflicts are so much more complicated than what Betsy and Bob are facing. No wonder we don't want to deal with it, because even if we do, it may not change. The reality is that conflict doesn't suck. The avoidance of conflict and the ongoing damage to relationships and the work environment, that's what sucks, because those are unavoidable consequences. And this doesn't mean we should jump out of our beds brimming with excitement because we finally get to have that conversation we've been avoiding for months. <laughs> that doesn't happen in the real world, does it? But it just means that the feelings of trepidation and anxiety are normal. They're just part of the problem-solving process. When we opt to solve the problem, we opt for collaboration. We opt to talk and listen. We opt for trust and we opt to strengthen our relationships. Because resolving conflict constructively and effectively in relationship, it actually builds trust with the other person. Even though we're so afraid of all the ramifications to our relationship, if we can navigate through our differences, we can actually come through the other side stronger in our relationship. So what I want you to think about is where do you have a conflict with someone? Maybe it's a little thing like Betsy and Bob. And by the way, Betsy, aka Cindy, that conflict didn't go away. And it was a little thing, but it was actually a big thing. Do you have situations like that with people that you're in a conflict with, and it may be a minor difference, or it may be a very dramatic value conflict, but whatever it is, I want you to think about that right now. Get that person top of mind, put them front and center in your brain, and think about that unresolved conflict. And then I want you to answer the following questions. What is the current cost of this conflict to you? Because there is. To Betsy, aka Cindy, there was stress, there was rumination, and there was also drama. Spending time on something that wasn't valuable because the way I was managing it did not help to resolve it. What about to the other person or to your team or to your organization? When you think about the stress or avoidance or awkwardness 
the negative impact on the quality of the work or the lack of collaboration or merely the complaining, you know what? That has a cost to it. And that kind of negative energy, particularly if you're in a management role, will affect the team in a negative way. The next question, what are the consequences to you if the conflict does go unresolved? Think about your credibility. Think about trust. Think about gossip. Is anybody else talking about you and that other person? Has anybody else noticed? Maybe they haven't, but maybe they have. And that's about the last thing any of us need for our credibility is gossip from other people about our relationship and our relationship with someone else. So not cool. And then what are the benefits to you to resolve the conflict? Think about your overall energy, your strength, your confidence, the higher work quality, the ability to foster excellent collaboration with someone else through conflict. There are huge benefits for you to resolve the conflict and probably the other person as well. When you think about these questions, it's kind of a pro and con analysis. But ironically, the more cons there are, the more we have at stake if we do not resolve the conflict, because that means it's affecting us and our relationships and our credibility. You must demonstrate courage and take action. You're going to have to silence your brain telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't resolve the conflict because your brain is operating from a place of fear, not from a place of leadership. Don't be Betsy and Bob. If you're looking for a tool to help you handle conflict, consider the Everything Disc Conflict Assessment for you or your team. Contact me and I can tell you what an amazing tool this is to help you curb destructive behaviors so conflict can become more productive and improve workplace results and relationships. I've used it successfully with hundreds of people. You will love it.